Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Bad Guy. And Let's die, Jack! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know He's that. He's a Chris. loser. <laughs> and you're listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain, he stole my name. And Bad blood pressure that just officially went through hey i don't even think that went right hey everybody welcome to the big pop theory podcast i'm one of the hosts bad guy jack i'm joined with my tag team partner in podcasting the captain shay spear aka shay sawyer aka sawyer sawyer how are you i am good you know it's sunday um I'm like two days away from being off, so you know, great. Oh man, that's great. I'm I uh well it's a Sunday as we're recording, so today is my Friday, and I'm glad because uh the last two days out here in New York was un un I wouldn't say unfairly, unfairly cold. It was ridiculously cold out here in New York. Friday was I feel like I told one of my coworkers this. Uh so I have a basement apartment. And when it's cold, it's cold. So my pipes were frozen and I couldn't use my shower. And I felt like that was Mother Nature's way of saying, yeah, dominance. And I was like, yeah, you know, fine. We get it, Mother Nature. You just can't win. But it's warming up a little bit. It's Sunday. And we're here to talk some wrestling. Um, You know, uh, last night was NXT. Why don't we start off with NXT? We did a review yesterday on the Unpopular Review Network. We talked about um, Vengeance Day. I thought it was a pretty solid pay-per-view. I thought it was good. I thought the opener was so good that the other matches didn't stand a chance, honestly. And not to say there was not good stuff on that card. It was some really good stuff. Um, You know, I was telling you, I thought... Mello and Apollo was going to be the show stealer, but they didn't get to that second level, or they didn't get to that second gear, if you will. But why don't you give some quick thoughts about uh, NXT Vengeance Day? Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, I kind of feel the same way. Like, that first match was like, like, it just came out of nowhere. Like, I expected it to be a very good match. I didn't expect it to be what it was. Um, which was fantastic, and I thought it was such a standout moment for Wesley. Not like, you know, to say, oh, it's a star-making thing, because he's already been that, but it's definitely, like, a pivotal moment for for me, like, in his career, for sure. Like, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to be like, do you remember that match that Wesley had at, you know, NXT Vengeance Day? I thought it was so good. Like, and I – I mean, I because I really thought that, you know, Dijak was going to win. Truly, truly did. Because I felt like, you know, he just came. But now I'm kind of noticing a pattern of, like, guys who come back down are more there for, like, to help. As opposed to actually winning gold sometimes, depending. Like, I wouldn't say it's full because obviously New Day exists. Um, <laughs> but I noticed that that's kind of, like, what that is a lot of time for some of the ones that come down like look at drew gulak you know that that's the same thing he's doing as well he's helping um mm-hmm. get people to the place they need to be um he's working with hank which i thought was great because i feel like hank needed something besides i'm coming out here and i'm nice and i wear flannel like that's it's not gonna work for me um is, is that a flannel though i don't think that's a flannel that's like a um 
It's oh. some Clark Kent cosplay. <laughs> don't do that. And I, I don't even like Clark Kent. And I would say, don't do that to him. Okay, well, that's a nasty, nasty comment. So wow. we're just listening. Okay, so when I say I don't like Clark Kent, right? You're thinking about Smallville's I Clark am. Kent, aren't you? I yeah. Don't like him. Yeah, I was gonna say there's been other Clark Kent. You know? uh, that's not my problem. I, I'm just thinking about the one I know. That's the only one. I, I'm sorry. I love that. It's, it's, that's not my problem. So anything <laughs> after this, okay. I have to watch Charmed as well. Like, mm, I don't know her. I don't know any other. Did they make a spinoff? I mean, that's they did. A remake? They did. How did you like that? I mean, the... I, I didn't watch one episode because I didn't have any interest in recreating the character. I've already have a face. And a personality for the characters of Piper, you know, Prue, Phoebe. I I wasn't trying to re put a new face on that, like especially one of my favorite shows. It just wasn't happening. Fair enough, fair enough. But carry on with your thoughts. I mean, interrupt. Uh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Um, okay. yeah. So when it came to the women's uh, tag match, um, I was shocked. Like I know I was like low key funny saying, you know, I think Fallon. Like I felt like maybe I'd say. 40% that they would win, but it was like 40% is not enough to like put a dream on. So I really didn't make a big deal until they actually won. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Because if NXT feels that they don't want to really put any compelling storylines behind Kate and Katana, but have them hold the titles, I can only say, well, I would want them to put it on people who they're actually spending time to have on TV and, you know, have a compelling story which is what kiana and fallon have right now so i mean it's nothing against kane and katana because i really 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 love them together i've always been a fan and i was happy when they won but i was disappointed when they won and they just were not doing much with them which was like i don't understand that because i feel like they're both extremely talented and i think that they have a lot of personality uh so i just i, I can't i don't know what to say yeah, no, that's that's true because I mean they do the TikTok stuff. They they do, but they never. I don't think they've ever. And I use this uh, again. This might be even the name of the episode because you know how we do when we hear say a certain word so many times. It's the name of the episode. But they never got into a second gear as champs. I feel like they were champs. They held the belts, and that was it. And they had matches, but it was never anything like, like you said, story. And not the story, it was just with champs. Right. And then, uh, okay, what's the other match? Then we have the the tag, the fatal four-way tag. Um, mm -hmm. That was my second favorite match of the night. Like, it was a lot of high energy, which I expected from a New Day match. Like, that's kind of their thing. Um, I feel like everybody held their own, for sure, and everyone had their moments. I was really happy for uh, Andre Chase to get his moments. Um it sucks that he didn't win, but honestly, I don't want him winning with a mole. So, yeah, Duke is a mole. Duke is a mole, and Duke will tell you. Okay, as long as you don't have cameras, Duke will tell you. And then when you, we are both in front of Andre, he will say, "What? What's the no, This is this is unbearable. Wow. This is crazy. No, 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 no. That that uh, theory that you made was crazy. Uh, but I was happy. I, I wouldn't say I was upset because I always felt like Gallus was going to get the titles. Like the minute they came, I was like, they're way too much of a heavy hitter. Right. To not like, you can tell when someone's a heavy hitter and it's like, yeah, you can't really pass them up. You really can't. You really can't. They're no um, nonsense. They're no nonsense. And I think also too, with them coming back from suspension, it's almost like they're a brand new team. Um, 
I wasn't super familiar. I've seen some of their stuff when they were on the regular NXT or NXT Prime, however you want to word it. Um, I know that sounds silly, right? Because it's like two, when there was two universes of NXT, I just felt like there was NXT 616 and there was NXT, um, I don't know. Um, I can't think of the ultimate timeline. But uh, we'll just call it uh, NXT. Uh, which one? Six, eight three eight. Okay, all right. Okay, we get it. Uh, Sawyer, you saw Doctor Strange, uh, <laughs> multi multiverse of man. I've seen that movie only once. That was on Disney Plus. I probably should like. Well, they got Black Panther in there, so I gotta check that out. You, you meet my variant. You meet my variant. Do, do you think your your variant? I think your variant would uh be the total opposite of you. Like she would like Goldberg. Uh, just, just, just the opposite. My variant would probably like know probably how to... Love to go outside every day too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love for you two to meet. We'd be like, oh, who are you? <laughs> you just immediately like, what is? Yeah, we would definitely need to work it out because just start, you just start fighting. You just, you're like, meet me outside. You'd be like, how about you meet me inside? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm like, girl. First and foremost, we don't fight. Let's start there. See, there we go. That's 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 what you know. That's uh, Soya six one six. No, it's the truth. Like I, I never understand that. Like, but I like to fight. No, because at the end of the day, even if you win, you're gonna have scratches. They probably pulled your hair a bit, so now you gotta work with that. Like, I, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't have time. Sorry. No, see, no, I appreciate that because you know, I, I know people want to punch me in the face all the time because you know I run my mouth right, <laughs> and and like people, are like, yo, let's fight. I'm like, yo, dog, like. I don't do that stuff, you know. I, I really cherish my face, you know. I, I you're not just gonna hit me in the face like that, nah, dog. Like you could go punch a wall if you want, like get some of that anger out. You ain't gonna punch me. Let's fight. Like what? What? What, what is this, Rocky Balboa? Okay. But um, uh, who are we talking about? You was talking about um, Gallus. Yeah, but Gallus. Yeah, but Gallus. Um, them winning. Um, I think it just puts a lot of stock in them, though. It puts a lot mm -hmm. of stock. New Day was um, they were there to put over another team. And I was listening to something that made it interesting. They were talking about um, Pretty Deadly. Um, that was someone you was looking at to be champions, right? And yeah, were Pretty Deadly. And Pretty Deadly, they were saying when they were they had that little, they were on tour on the main roster, they were saying they got some high praise. So I'm just saying maybe that could be a thing where they would put them in this match. And I don't think necessarily they're going to put them in the main roster now. I mean, it's I feel like we start looking for that kind of stuff after Mania. You know, we see like yeah. who gets called up and stuff like that. But that could be a possibility. Yeah. I think Chase, and I felt like too with Chase U, and I was surprised by this. Um, I didn't think um New Day was gonna be the one uh team that gets pinned. I thought that was great to just show that um not that they were just not only just that they're there to help out these younger teams, right. but it shows like I think it's a, it's a display of dominance when you pin the champion. Because you know, a lot right. of these triple threats they pin the other other person, you know, the other person is there yeah. to protect that team. And New Day is so established that them being pinned, they don't do it. New Day is going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. They're oh, yeah, absolutely. There, so. And that's the thing that I love about it is um, mm -hmm. when you look at, because I'm sure that photo of just, um, I think it was Mark that was pinning um, mm -hmm. Xavier. Xavier, yes. Yeah. You see that visual? The first thing someone's going to say, well, he pinned, he pinned him? Right, then, right. then they like, oh, I gotta find out more about this because it's like it's the new day. They they beat the new day. Like the visual, just the visual of him pinning. Yes, you know, Xavier. That's that's so important. No, I agree. No, I agree. Good point. Good point. Good point. What else? Uh, 
I think we talked. I don't know if we spoke about, but let's talk about real quick about Paulo Cruz against. Um, I almost said Xavier Woods. I'm gonna say Xavier Woods. Like, he's doing double like duty. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? They're like, well, Xavier, you getting pinned wasn't uh, one time wasn't enough. Go back out there and no, fight out But him against Apollo Cruz, I thought that this was gonna be this to me. I thought it was gonna be, and it still was like my second favorite match. But I thought this was gonna be my favorite match. And um, I think we said it earlier in the show. It didn't reach that second gear. Uh, but both guys did go out there and put on a, a pretty good performance, but it just wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, I I said on uh, on the NXT review um, Vengeance Day uh, review show yesterday, last night. Um, Apollo got swept. <laughs> he got swept real badly. This match was sponsored by uh, uh, Swiffer because he got he got dominated. Yeah, no, I was shocked. Like, mm-hmm. I even I was saying, I thought that, um, you know, Apollo would get that first fall, and then it would be no. like Carmel. I didn't think it would just be a clean sweep. Like, I didn't expect that at all. But there was a lot of things that happened on the show that I didn't expect, which is what I loved. Right. I love a good swerve. Um, so yeah, I mean, shocking, but it it got the job done. So it did, and we had to get to that point. Uh, let's talk real quick about uh, Commander Aziz. He's back with uh, Apollo only to get revenge on him because he never forgave him for leaving him, <laughs> just leaving him. You know, I'm pretty sure uh, I could just imagine the story real, qu- uh, real quick. Uh, he, he he goes into the locker room like, so what are we doing tonight, Apollo? And he doesn't see Apollo. He says, oh, all right, but maybe Apollo took the week off. Six months go by. This dude left me. <laughs> like, nah. And then he see, he's watching a random episode of NXT. You see him fighting Braun Breaker. He says, oh, so that's where you're at. All right. And he gets into this giant Uber because he can't take a regular Uber. He takes giant Uber. Uh, you know, uh, was it like, I think it's Uber XL, but he gets Uber like 4XL or something like that as he gets in there and he goes to Florida and he says, I'm going to get this dude. So it looks like him and Apollo is the next thing for Apollo. Uh, hopefully Apollo gets some wins going because even though it doesn't hurt that he he lost to Braun and Melo, these are not bad people to lose to, but you don't want him just losing all the time. I think that hurts him. Yeah, no, I agree. And let's talk about this main event real quick. Um, I mean, Braun, I mean, uh, Grayson got some licks in, but Braun really dominated him in, throughout this whole match. Um, I do like that Grayson got some, I mean, not, not just the offense in, but, you know, he's such a character. So the things he was doing from having the gold chain coming out to the ring, um, the, I, I didn't get to say this yesterday because I, it slipped my mind. We were just trying to go get the show, um, you know, just getting through the show. Where, you know, we were just uh, getting through it. Um, and I heard this throughout the show, but I thought it was a crowd, someone in the crowd, but it was Grayson, where when um, Bron does the bar, ooh, ooh, he did, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's like Grayson is just a damn fool. But uh, Braun gets the win, and it's setting up for what what I'm excited about, Braun against Mello. How excited are you about uh, these two? I mean, add some thoughts in real quick. I uh, didn't want to go overshot it, but uh, what do you think about this, uh, Braun and Mello? Um, yeah, I feel like this match was short. Like, it felt very short. Like. I feel like a lot more could have went on. It just didn't hit the mark for me. Like, I don't think it was a bad match. Like, don't get me wrong. But 
I just feel like for the main event, it definitely should have popped a little bit long. It should have been longer and it should have popped a bit harder for me personally, especially a cage match. Like it definitely should have turned it up a way more than it was. I'm not saying there wasn't any cool spots and that the match wasn't good. Please don't misunderstand me, but I feel like it definitely could have been better. Right. Um, I feel like they just needed more time. That's what it is. It really, that's what really threw me off is like, I feel like they had like the shortest match of the night. Like it felt so short. You said that too. You said that uh, this match seems very short. Yeah. It was a lack of timing that really kind of put me off with the match, not the actual, like what the guys put on because they definitely put on a good match. <laughs> right. Yeah. The dog. I don't know what scared him, but he was frightened. Uh, yeah, I heard very talk about the women's um title match. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I missed that. But yes, please uh, lead the charge. You know me, I'm gonna remember. If you forget, I'm gonna remember about my ladies. Yeah, no, we can't forget about the ladies. But please yeah. give your thoughts about the match. Oh my goodness, I loved it. They killed it. Like, I would say that mm, honestly, I want to say that match for me rivals with the tag for me personally. Like it could be either one of those to be the two. The number one is not mistaken. It's no, no. argument. Number one. Mr. Wesley did his he did his big one. Absolutely. Uh Dijak as well. Oh my God. His mm-hmm. finger. Oh my God. It's it's hard to look at. Like it is very hard to look at. Ugh, I can't. Like literally every time I see it, I I can't even move my hands. Like I just put my hands out. <laughs> my fingers just dangling because I don't even want to move or touch them. Cause I'm it's like he's so badass. Um he is. No, that's true. Cause I I, I would have just laid there. I would have laid there. I would have been rolling the floor. My finger. <laughs> I would say I said I don't know if a finger hurt or Sawyer's going through the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know what's going. If I broke my finger like that, I would be having to con- commune with the Holy Spirit in that moment. So I, I bet. Yeah, 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 the Holy Spirit would have to sit here and say, "It's okay, Sawyer." You'd be like, "Ah, ah. Like, break you know. your finger." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you break. <laughs> you tell the Holy Spirit break his finger. You like, break, you see, you can know how I feel. You telling me. Who are you talking? Are you, are you telling the Holy Spirit that? Listen, okay. I said what I said. Mm. Oh, that's 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 that that's the Bronx and you kicking out. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I really did love this match, though. I think the ladies definitely did what they had to do. Um, you know, I feel like they definitely outdid the men's main event. I have to say it. I have to say. It. I'm so sorry. Ooh, okay. I really do feel that way. Um. I loved how invested the crowd was. I feel like the crowd was a little bit more invested in this than the the, the men's main event as well, I will say. Um, I don't – I just feel like if it was longer, it would have been different. Like, that's the only thing is the timing. Um, but in terms of the women's match, um, Gigi, she, she was doing it for me. Like, I feel like she was definitely popping out. I will say JC Doe. Um, Doe. Oh, my God. Please, New York. Get out. <laughs> Just leave the room. Um, yeah, but um, JC definitely, for me, was an MVP. Like, she was doing a lot. You know, I love the little suck it uh, part. Like, you know, I'm always, that cracks me every time. It's going to get a pop on me every time. Um, it is. I just can't help it. Um, and, you took a rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but JC definitely stood out to me. And I think Roxanne, like, you know, Roxanne is always good. Like, I never, I never have complaints about Roxanne, okay? It's just that, but I expected her to be great, you know? Not saying I, I didn't expect JC and Gigi, but it's like, I feel like Roxanne is very on her game. So for someone to kind of be, you know, tussling, getting up there with her, I was like, ah, 
yeah, I like this. I like right. this. And, 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 you know, she's the, she's the um, women's champion, and they wanted to really stack this, 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 this. this um, I think they wanted her to have a strong, this is her yeah. first, like, coming out party as being champ. Mm -hmm. You know, that's her first, like, defense. And they wanted her to look as strong as possible moving forward. So I think this was perfect. No, it was. I think this was up to date because, like you said, this is a first title defense. So they wanted to put everything against her, make it look like she didn't stand a chance. I think, uh, you know, the title was never in doubt, but they wanted you to have that. They wanted you to be invested and make it look like that she wasn't going to win. Um, yeah. Even that little, I wouldn't even call it a scare, but there was a spot where they both pinned her. I forgot what move that was hit on her, but they both covered her, and it looked like, oh, they're both going to be champ. Almost like how Undertaker came with a uh, champ at the same time when they pinned Austin or something like that. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I I, I think both girls should have actually watched that match so they could have had an idea on how they could have actually both been women's champion. But, you know, greed kicks in. Uh, I thought it was... Uh, oh, JC, like... I can already tell moving into it, JC and Gigi are probably going to have something, and I can see Gigi being the very clear baby face in this. Oh, see, I was going to go with JC because I felt like Gigi was doing the most hillish stuff. No but way. I would, huh? You really think that? Yeah, but see, I was thinking that, but when you say it, right, I go by also to, if I'm, w, if I'm NXT and I'm just in the back listening, I would listen to that crowd, and that crowd was really between Roxanne and Gigi. Mm. And so I would go with Gigi as a baby, but I'm just saying off rip, like before hearing that chant and everything like that, I would have went with, uh, I was going to go with Jason because a lot of stuff, and I'm just going by this match, right? Just particularly this match. Mm. When, uh, let's, let's, uh, what Gigi said, Gigi said something about, um, you know, let's work together, gosh. And like, <laughs> That's some of the Napoleon Dynamite stuff. stuff. But uh, let's work together, gosh. And then when Roxanne is going to do the baseball drop kick, she pulls in um, JC. But to so, be honest, Gigi was getting her lick back from when she kicked her a few weeks ago. So JC been putting her hands on Gigi. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and honestly, if you notice, and I think I spoke about this um, a few days ago, I wasn't able to speak about it with you, obviously, because I was sick. But. Um, JC, when they were having the interview with the, the via satellite back and forth with yeah. Roxanne, every time one of them brought up having the title, JC was the only one that was like, me. She never once, and when Gigi would accidentally say me, she would fix it and say us because she was, so that to me gave that JC was more the selfish, heelish one because she never corrected herself when she said, I'm winning. But then every time Gigi would say, Oh, we are winning. JC would like glare at her with this rude look. So it's like always gave that JC was dead. And did you hear how she's been talking to people the last few weeks? My God, the mic is on fire. The way she just like reams through people. She is very good. Like she's very quick witted. Um, so which definitely one? Uh, between which one? JC. JC. Okay. So yeah, JC is definitely the clear heel here. I'm sorry. Just oh, from like how she's been the last few weeks, it just gives that she's a little bit more on that. Um, and then Gigi also has the fact that the crowd is on her side. So it just yeah. makes it easier to kind of go that direction. Yeah, and I think that's why I sat here and said, as you said it, I started thinking about the crowd and they were going they were going for Gigi. So um, that looks like the way to go. It looks like if you're, if you're going to, because it looks like they're going to be splitting up, but 
I, I, there's been so many storylines and so many teams where, oh, they're going to split up, and then they don't. So, But that was a quick review on NXT. We have a review. Um, we'll put the links and stuff uh, in the description if you guys just want to see a live uh, a live reaction. We went on, like, maybe, what, five minutes after the show went off the air. So you catch us fresh <laughs> uh, uh, talking about uh, um, NXT um, Vengeance Day. And I look forward to stand and deliver because I believe when you got mellow and I know there's going to be other matches, but you know, that's going to be the match. And I, I really look forward to that because there's a story there. And these are the two stars who, um, when NXT, when it became 2.0, these were the guys that they kept building around. So look forward to that. Uh, real quick. I do want to mention, uh, HOG. I went to their show on Friday. Um, it was a, a tremendous, uh, show out. Uh, it's, it, you you pay to be you pay when you're a wrestling fan uh because it was so cold and i sat in and said wow i'm really going to a wrestling show and it's like six degrees but i did want to say that they did delivered on such a great show they had uh low-key against detective james i thought that was a fun match we had uh low-key he gets to win over detective james who has since been a bad police officer um he has turned his back on the law and um uh, you know, he tried to cheat. Matter of fact, he tasered the ref. Wow. He tried to taser Loki, but Loki is too quick, too much of a ninja, and have ninja focus, so he was able to dodge um, this taser. Warrior. Said, yeah, <laughs> he's a warrior, absolutely. And another ref came out when Loki uh, was able to uh, finish off Detective James, and this ref, I couldn't recognize him at first. I said, who is this ref? I, he had curly hair, a mustache, but then his mustache started to fall off. So he looks familiar. But when he ripped off his wig and mustache, it was revealed to be Officer Sweet Cheeks. <laughs> so, hmm. I don't know what's going sweet on. Sweet Cheeks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with HOGPD, but it looked like they're falling apart, and that's not good because we, we the, the, they're needed especially in the streets of Jamaica, Queens. I'm just going to say that. Because if you roam in there after 11, you brave. We had women's championship match uh, for the NXT. Uh, I said NXT, I'm sorry. HOG women's championship. We had Violet against Viva Van. Uh, Katrina was very invested. Friend of the show, by the way. Katrina Storm, shout out to her. Uh, Viva Van, she was telling me. I wasn't familiar with her work. But she said she had seven, six or seven championship belts. So this woman is just collecting gold. She loves gold. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to win the championship from Velvet. Uh, it was a good match. These girls went out there, killed it. Uh, and, I mean, I, I wanted to just qu quick review on some of these matches. Not every match. Uh, Mighty Manti went against Nolan uh, Catano. I'm hoping I'm saying this name right because the man has a sword, and I would not like to—I would like not to be stabbed. Um, this match was great. This was fun. These guys went out there and really killed it. Um, it's amazing. So I forget which match it was, but Katrina was said, "What happened with uh, Nolo? What, what's going on here?" So if you miss one show, you sometimes happen to go like, "What did I miss?" Because you know he was a clear-cut babyface. He was a good guy. But now he's talking about your mama. Um, he's spitting miss. I mean, he's always had a sword, but uh, now with him being more over the edge, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I would not be taunting a man with a sword. But uh, the superhero gets the win. 
And I want to talk about two more matches here. We had Charles Mason against Brian Keith. It was my first time seeing Brian Keith. Matter of fact, I looked up something on YouTube, and he was in. Uh, he had a small cameo in WWE. He wanted to get to saw. So he had a match with TJP. I think it was a uh, two or five live or something like that. But he looked unrecognizable. I said, "Oh, I was, I was just impressed. He just looked so different." Um, this match was barbaric. They started. So I, I believe that HOG has a running joke with me, and I told you this before. Um, they fight in the crowd, but it seemed like every time they do this, it's in the area I'm sitting. So once they throw someone over the crowd, everyone knows, move. <laughs> I told Katrina, step back. And next thing I know, I see them fighting by my coat, and I said, oh, here we go. I said, this is, I said, this is, this is just a joke. No one takes me seriously. These guys fight in the crowd. Um, there's a spot where uh, um, Brian throws uh, Charles off the announce table onto a still, um, not ramp, it's like the still, still thing that, uh, I forget what they call, but to, to, to block people. I, I should be, I should have wrote down what that was. But uh, Charles M Mason is still the, he's still the champion. Uh, he just always find a way to win. Every time I see him, he wins. I just I don't I don't understand how uh, he, as he, he should though. Eventually, his time is going to come. I'm going to keep going until he loses. I, I feel like he knows I'm there. He just tries to. I'm sorry, you're going to say. Are you praying on his downfall? Uh, yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah, no, this guy does some bad stuff. I mean, he's a guy who comes out to the ring and says, uh, "His weight is an f ton of money." It's a little too arrogant for me. So I'm waiting for the day of his downfall. But for now, he's still the crown jewel champion. And I did want to talk about the main event. Um, JTG, seeing him in person, he's a totally different person, man. Um, first time I've ever seen him live. Uh, he, he uh, I remember watching him back in the day, crime time. But I I was impressed by his in-ring work. He went against uh, uh, Jacob Fatu. And these guys went out there and killed it. And it was a good show. I just wanted to point out, I just wanted to give them some shout out. Uh, Cause HOG always deliver. They're gonna be back out here in Jamaica March 10th. And they're gonna have Kushida. So I mean, if you guys are in the neighborhood or you just happen to be around, or you're just like, man, I need to see some wrestling, go to HOG. It's a fun time. True. It's a fun time. So you should go check them out. Uh, let's talk about Monday night. Uh, let's talk about Raw. They were at Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out. He dresses Royal Rumble win. He talks about uh, he makes it clear that he wants to go for Roman Reigns. And then he's interrupted rudely by the Judgment Day. Uh, um, Dom says some things like you ruined Judgment Day's plan. Dom's doing his best impersonation of a bad guy, a villain. I just was waiting for him to twirl his mustache in my hand, but you ruined my plan. But he didn't say any of that. It would have been cool if he did. Cody was really upset that he was interrupted and said, you know what, I'll face... Finn said some things, too. He said some things saying, so what are you going to do, copy off me like how you always say? So Finn has this right. thing. I know I know you like Finn, but Finn can't attack lie. every... Are you about to lie? What, that you like Finn? No, Kathleen is about to start lying. I'm not lying, but Finn's thing is he leans on a your former bullet club. Yeah, you copied off of me. Bro, Cody wasn't even the leader. He wasn't even the leader of the bullet club. He just joined. 
he was that, trying to be leader on the low. He we wasn't. Remember, people, people in in the moment remember he was definitely trying to be leader. That's why he had issues with Kenny all the time. I, I, I think he had problems. Clap that tea. Clap that tea. I, I think he had problems with Kenny because he just sat here and said, "You're just not fit to be the leader." Yeah. That's all. I don't think he wanted to be the leader. He just sat here and said, uh, "This management sucks." But, <laughs> but he, Cody. Cody says, you know, he, you know, he says you try to copy off me because that's his thing. He'll, 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 he, he attacked AJ for it. He attacked Luke Gallows and um, Carl Anderson for it. Um, it, it. So, I mean, all I'm just saying is, Jay White, be prepared if you're coming to Raw because you will hear the tenth degree about this. But Cody says he will fight any of them, and I was really excited when it was Finn because I said, ah, these two have never faced, and there's something about this that seemed like it's an even match, and I was looking forward to it. Edge. Who's had been on running on a rampage? I don't think Edge cares about anything else except uh, destroying Judgment Day because even in the Royal Rumble, I don't think any he attacked anybody else. I think he just went after just these three men: Finn, Damian, and um, Dom. Nobody else. I, he didn't even care about the Rumble. He didn't care about that championship stuff. He just wanted to attack these guys. But he attacks um, the Judgment Day. Cody uh, uh, helps him to attack. And um, it sets up later for a match with Finn and Cody. Um, I'm gonna talk about this match, and I'm gonna let you get the floor, Captain. Uh, they have a match; it was really good. Uh, it was some good stuff. Uh, Edge distracts Finn uh, uh, enough for Cody to hit him with three crossroads. So Cody's thing is, he won't hit you with one, but three. So I hope they add that in 2K23 because I will be hitting that on Ronald McDonald three consecutive times on concrete and um i'm loving it and um that was so good let me write that down that was good but uh he gets the win um and then and then somewhere in this mix you have edge out there that phoenix comes out um she spares it look like she spares mommy and it looks it looks like there's going to be a six person tag at the elimination chamber so uh from everything that i said here uh please take the floor captain um, yeah, I mean, wait, what did you ask me again? My brain literally just rewired out of nowhere, like, if I'm actually scared. <laughs> so I'm, I was asking, what did you think about this, uh, Cody Rhodes, him addressing about going after Roman Reigns and his match with Finn Balor and the possibility at Elimination Chamber, we get a six-person tag, which would probably be, um, Finn... I can't figure out between the two because it could be Damien, it could always be Dom, and uh, Rhea against Edge, Beth, and Cody. Because Cody got to do something in between. I just don't, I don't know. Like, we'll see how long this lasts. Like, I don't know. Judgment Day just likes to kind of pick on people sometimes. So we don't know if it's actually like a full blown storyline or if they're just feeling like picking on someone that day. So I'm just going to wait and see. This could have been a one time deal. And Cody can move on to something else. I don't know. I don't know. So right. No, I, I understand. No, there's nothing for sure. I do think it leads to a six person tag. Because I'm just trying to figure out what does Cody do for the time. Well, that will be Ray though. Huh? That will be Ray though. I think they want to keep Ray away from so so if they put Dom in this match, right? Well, see, no, you can't say that because they also um want to have a match. Well, what I've well, we've heard all heard about Finn and Edge at Mania. So if that was yeah, the case, right. you would have to follow that on both ends. So I don't think that's it. 
I think if it's a okay. tag, it's like totally different. So it really doesn't, it isn't like the same as say like a one-on-one. Well, okay. I, I think that, um, cause I hear what you're saying. I, you, you, you are totally heard. <laughs> I think that, uh, why are you laughing? This is the way you said it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. So, um, I think they want to save the whole Ray because Ray has been restraining himself from attacking Dom. Ray should have been kicked Dom's ass. Um, they have this. This did you see this clip that they had where they were doing NASCAR stuff and uh, Ray won. And Dominic was upset. He said, you would have won if mommy was there. And he threw a helmet at him. And Ray did nothing but shrink out of existence. That's what he did. He did his best impersonation of Batman. And I'm saying this lady, he, did, he did nothing. But could it be Ray? Absolutely. But I think they want to save Ray hitting or attacking Dom until Mania. It's almost kind of like with Undertaker and Kane, like when Kane first came in. And Kane was beating the hell out of Undertaker. Yeah. And, but then they even use Dom instead if they use Damien, you know. Yeah, they can always it could go either way nonetheless. Yeah, I mean I, so like you really can't tell when it's that many variables involved. It's so hard to sure. really call it. Sure. Um the next thing we I, I did want to talk about, we had uh, Rick Boogs, he's back. No. Uh, the Miz. You're a fan of Rick Boogs. I think he's really great energy. Like every time I see him, he's just trying to make everybody laugh and like kind of bring the energy up. So I can't really hate on that too much. Um, I think he has a great look and, you know, obviously the fans, you know, love him. Like he gets great reactions. So, you know, I don't have any um, issues against him. Okay. So <laughs> for the Elimination Chamber, we have, there's going to be an Elimination Chamber for Austin Theory's United States Championship. We had Seth Rollins, he defeated Chad Gable, so he qualified. We have Johnny Gargano, he defeated Baron Corbin, so he qualifies. Bronson Reed, I didn't even put the feet, he squashed Dolph Ziggler. And next week, we're going to have Montez Ford against Elias and Angelo Dawkins against Damian Priest. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I kind of like the participants here in this match. It's something different, it's something fresh. I hear a lot of people all the time, we need new stars, we need new stars. So I love this a lot. I love that we have Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Seth Rollins. I mean, he's been a main staple on the main roster for 10 years. And no, Austin Theory, he's the champ. But I love the ingredients there because I don't I don't recall Seth Rollins and Johnny Gargano having a one-on-one. So having them in the, in the chamber together makes it kind of – it makes it – and I say kind of because that's such a, a clutch word. But it makes it fun. Bronson Reed, he's the big monster. You need that gigantic monster in the match. Um, matter of fact, this match is going to, because uh, before you, we were talking about the six-person tag, the possibility of a six-person tag, Damian Priest against Angelo Dawkins. I see Damian Priest winning and Montez Ford defeating Elias uh, on Monday to see who qualifies for that. And then when I look at both other two ingredients involved, right, Montez, I, I feel like everyone has been saying this for the longest time. Montez Ford is a star. He's going to kill it in that elimination. He's not going to win. I don't expect him to win. But he's going to have such a great outing in that match. If I could just go back uh, a few years ago, um, it wasn't the Master Square Garden show. It was the show at the Master Square Garden. And, or maybe a few weeks after, I don't know. But Montez Ford had that great match against Roman Reigns. 
and, and just showed what he can do by himself. So I sit there and go, Montez Ford needs to win. Elias don't need to be in there. No disrespect to Elias, of course, but Montez Ford needs to be in there. And Angelo Dawkins, as good as he is, he's improved uh, uh, big time. But you put Damian Priest in there. And I look at that, and I look at the participants in this match. Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, uh, Montez Ford, and Damian Priest. I said, said, that's going to be a damn good match. Uh, Cap, why don't you take the floor? Uh, I mean, we'll see. We will see. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. Like, we will see once we see it, honestly, because it is a lot of different uh, people and, you know, different wrestling styles and such. And we, we will just see. We will just see. I'm going to hold my tongue until I see it. I trust them. I'm going to see it first. <laughs> no, and I, and I, and I, I totally understood I, I get excited about these different variables in this match because it's just such a like you mentioned there's a lot of different styles in this match so I go I go like man um I don't know I just go man that's that's exciting it's just very very exciting to see these different different styles in the match uh there's going to be a women's elimination chamber match as well and it's going to be to be for the number one contender for uh, uh Bianca's raw women's championship and so so far we have Oscar, Liv Morgan, Raquel, Nikki Cross, and on SmackDown, uh, might as well just throw it out. Natalia wins a fatal four-way to advance to join. I had to be reminded uh, that they're going to be in Canada, so Natalia winning made sense. My only problem with this is I don't like that they have SmackDown talent and what it's supposed to be for the Royal Women's Championship match. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing I'm not really a fan of. I just I don't I don't like that. I don't like all that mixing around, especially when they talk about brand split. This is brand split, and then it's like, oh, but by the way, we got SmackDown talent here. I'm just not a fan of that personally. Wait, uh, so yes. Um, I just want to ask. So, because sure. I wasn't clear on it. So, is it for a title this match? Like, uh, no, no, it's going to be uh, number one contender. Okay, Bianca's number not. one contender. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine because um, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't think it's that bad because obviously I don't see a SmackDown person winning anyways, but maybe they right. just wanted to put certain people in there who they knew would gel the right way and maybe they want to just kind of further certain storylines because I feel like SmackDown women's um, storylines have been very died down. So maybe they need this showcasing in this time, honestly. Yeah, and, and you know, Natalia, she's been doing it for a long time. It, it's definitely no knock on Natalia. She's done it for a long time. She's a great ring general and I think she would be able to guide these women and the and the match. I think also too, Oscar's a great ring general too, because she's been doing it for a long time and well established. Um I see her winning, to be honest. I same here. No, same here. Oscar, to me, Oscar should win. She should be the winner of this match. I don't think what Oscar going through this transformation and her being uh what they call it, like the murder clown or something like that now. I think to get this version of Oscar over. She needs to, and not literally, by the way, kill all these women in the match. She needs to beat all these women in the match. She needs to show, like, this face paint is not just, hey, look, I'm just trying to cosplay. No, I'm out here trying to hurt people. I will break bones so I can be the women's champion. It should be, I'm out here. I'm Oscar. Hear me, Roar. I just bit your head off. Patooey. That's blood on the floor. Oh, wow. Well, not blood. I, I, you know, it's a PG uh, 
thing. I don't want kids going to bed having nightmares. I had a nightmare one time. I saw a Chucky movie, and I had one where he chased me in my nightmares. It was awful. And I was so mad as I should have sweet chinned that damn doll because he's little. But that's going to be the women's elimination chamber. Uh, I think uh, um, I agree with you with Oscar winning. Um, and let's talk about this, and we're going to end it with this with Raw. Matter of fact, two things I want to end it with Raw. Um, Rhea Ripley. Let's talk about Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah. I feel like everyone it was everyone just came up with Rhea's going to pick Bianca. She's going to pick Bianca. I thought that. I said the story is there. She got hurt. Um, she wanted some more contenders. She got hurt, so she couldn't do that match. And there was a time where they ran into each other backstage. She said, hey, champ. You know, like almost like, I didn't forget. So yeah. she won the Rumble. And when she wins the Rumble, she's like, but now nah, I got some unfinished business with Charlotte. <laughs> right. Like said, they- she kind of threw me off because yes. even throughout all the episodes of Raw, you would catch Rhea whenever she was in Bianca's space. She would like grill her. Like it would be a grill. Like, girl, yeah, I- I'm on your head. That's why I was like, I felt like it would be Bianca because I'm like, are we going to ignore this? Because it's been going on for weeks now. Every every Raw, when they in the room together, Rhea's giving her the look like, girl, yeah, I want to give you the business. So I was just very, very shocked. But also I remember like, you know, yeah, she got to get her, she got to get her one back from Charlotte. So yeah. Can I, uh, and if I, if I can ask you real quick. So when Rhea, um, 2020, when this match happened and obviously the world was a different place, right? But Rhea against Charlotte, how did you feel about that match and the outcome of the match? Actually, it was one of my favorite matches from that mania. I think that it was really good um i felt like i mean it sucked that Rhea lost honestly um i really wanted it to go a different way um because and it's no knock at charlotte because i i rock with charlotte as well it's just like girl you already didn't had it all you don't really need it you already done had it girl you did it once twice probably going for three if you feel like it if it's the right sunday if the wind is blowing she could um but yeah i mean i would love to see Rhea get that win back because i did want her to win and i just think she's such now, let me tell you something. Sure, this is sure. the funny thing about it. When I first saw Rhea, th- this was um the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. That was my first introduction to Rhea. Um, and so seeing her transition and then when she went to NXT UK, now, I was pissed. Because you remember, she won the title, right? Right. I went in there like, in a way, in a way, in a way. Tony Storm winning. Tony Storm is winning. No one else be winning and when she won i'm like what no now mind you i still was at a point where i wasn't so 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 familiar with Rhea. i was more attached to tony um you know because i just know more of her work i've seen more of it i'm i'm attached to the character um so i was like oh no i don't know this you know girl like that like you know is she like who is this like you know like basically like i wasn't sure if she was gonna be what she is and she is what she is. And you know what? I'm happy I shut my mouth and just watched watch the magic work because I mean she she proved it. She's like, Yeah, I've been that. I am a champ. I am the first uh, you know, NXT UK women's champ for a reason. Um, so I just I just love Rhea. I love everything about her. I love her vibe, I love her look, I love her in ring. Yeah. yeah. No, it took me a while to, and for real, well, it took me a while because I do remember that May Young classic. I forgot the year, but she came in with the long blonde hair, the red, um, like, um, tights, if you will. 
And then when you saw the following year, she was wearing all black. I said, well, when did this happen? <laughs> you know, what, what, where did the transformation happen? And, and, and she was so great in there. A lot of people were really behind her, even in the Mae Young, that second one, that Mae Young classic. And, you know, um, you mentioned her being the first NXT UK Women's Champion. But also, too, she was the first woman to hold both the NXT UK and NXT Women's yeah, Champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she has some high accolades. Um, I think she just haven't held the SmackDown. Charlotte's the SmackDown Women's Champion. She could, this, this, this is big right here. And, and, and I do see her winning. She should win. I, I would be highly upset if Charlotte won. Um, once again, uh, I'm not I'm not this person who just dislikes Charlotte. But like how you uh, well well put it uh, well said. Uh, she got everything. <laughs> she has it all. Like she is literally the perfect like prototype. What I would say because she literally has everything that you're looking for. Yeah. She could talk. She had the athletic ability. And that's the thing where I always sit here and go that she's someone so capable in the, in the ring. I've always just felt it was been, it's always been the booking against her. I think it's the booking. Because if you take away the booking, everything about her, I, I did. She's a great wrestler. I put, when, when the conversation always comes up between her and Sasha, I think we all have a preference. I yeah. think go with Sasha. I think Sasha is just, oh, I say Sasha, uh, forgive me, uh, Mercedes Monet. Yeah, um, you know, I just like her body of work more than Charlotte, but I've never could never be that blind because fans are gross. They'd be like, they'll say, "Well, she only's doing it. She only's getting this because she's uh, Ric Flair's daughter." But I'm like, "Right, she's Ric Flair's daughter, but her talent kept her here." Yeah, that's the crazy thing because it's like, was he in the ring with her and I didn't see him? Was he under the apron doing these matches? Because well, I'm glad he wasn't. Just like she, <laughs> I'm saying like, you guys can keep saying this to your blue in the face. But at the end of the day, you're not going to play. You're not going to lie and tell me you don't see what she does in that ring and then say, oh, it's just nepotism. Get away from me, please. No, it's, 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 it's so gross because a lot of these, some I've learned as I've gotten older, a lot of these second, third generation wrestlers, they have to work hard because they, they know they're going to hear that. Oh, you're only here because of your father or whatever family, famous family member that you got. So they have to work hard. And I remember this one particular match. I could sit here and say this was the match where I was like, yo, she really got it. Because there's always been the booking for me about uh, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. But it was that match she had with Rhea and Nikki Cross. It was SummerSlam. I forgot what year. But anyway, she was out there looking like the final boss. I said, <laughs> oh, my God. And I mean, listen. I. Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, listen, like, you know, it was just ad-libbing. Keep going, keep going. No, thank you. No, but she was out there really killing it. And I couldn't help but say, nah, she's really that girl. And that, and I and I have a uh, conversation with a friend sometime about it. And he always brings up, well, it's because, um, you know, and I'm like, nah, it's really her talent. Because I can name a lot of people who have famous relatives and they, they their talent couldn't keep them. Because the talent wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. You know, they would, to the, I mean, the last name is not enough. The talent got to keep you. And if you're not talented enough, they will sit here and say, you see that? Yeah, that's called the door. Get out. <laughs> that's what they do. All right. If anyone's still denying Charlotte, they're just being, uh, they're just Gross. being delusional. It's delusions. It has to be delusions. Grand ones. The grand delusions. <laughs> and the last thing I do want to talk about on Raw uh, is that we are finally going to get that uh, women's cage match between 
Bailey and uh, Becky Lynch. Um, Becky mentioned that they are this feud had been started. This feud has been going on since uh, NXT, and they're going to be in Orlando tomorrow. So she said, "Let's finish it here." And I look forward to it because that was the match I was actually really looking forward to on Monday uh, Raw thirty, and they cut that match. I was uh, I was say bum like, "Oh man, I'm going to lose sleep." But I was like, "Man, I was really looking forward to that match." Um, so we're going to get that. But uh, let's get to AEW real quick. I'm going to review uh, AEW. I'm I, I'm going to tell you something, and you're going to think I'm laughing. I mean, I'm joking, right? So first off, they were located in Daytona, Ohio. So we have John Moxley against Adam Page, right? So I'm doing the challenge. I'm trying to go back and forth between the show. I'm trying to take my notes for the challenge. And uh, I said, let me catch some AEW. As soon as I turn to AEW, uh, Captain, Moxley's bleeding. I immediately said, you got to be kidding me. I just turned to this channel. And I did see a clip of where they actually show Moxley cutting himself. Now, I do think some color and match is great. But my biggest thing is don't overdo it. Don't just keep cutting your head open. I'm, I'm just not a it, – it, it gets too gratuitous, if you right. ask me. So I think it should be saved for, like, special – Okay. Yeah. You need to be all the time because you definitely need your blood, so you shouldn't just be, you should be dripping that out for nothing, you know. No, and I agree. I'm sitting there saying like, it's the, it's, I said, this match sponsored by the Red Cross. Like, what is happening here? Ah, please be quiet. Uh, well, if I was quiet, this wouldn't be a podcast, man. Be a quiet podcast, probably. The quiet. <laughs> I to be quiet podcast. Okay, uh-huh. I found I found the name for the show. This episode, the Quiet Podcast. There we go. There we go. <laughs> great i gotta write that down um but yeah these two face each other moxley gets the win he gets his win back after um hangman beat him previously hangman looks very upset about this loss he was getting in moxley's face moxley moxley don't care because he got what he wanted he got what he wanted because he's bleeding so it looked like they're going to be having another match i i i all this and adam is still not a believable heel i'm so sorry He's, so and, and what and what for you, right? What it's is not it even about? Like if anything, it's a compliment. I'm sorry, I don't believe you as a heel. I just don't. Right. No, and I get that. You're just saying like he just seemed like generally a nice person, so yeah. he doesn't come off like. I remember. Hey, I'm sorry. Like it's not even like to be. No, it, it, I appreciate it's, you trying your best. I see that. I still no. It's funny. There was this um, documentary. It was a Mick Foley documentary. And I remember Mick Foley saying, I forgot where he was at. I don't know if it was WCW, Germany or whatever. But he was saying someone mentioned, like, you know, you're trying to be a heel, but it's not, it wasn't, and, and this is early in his career, it wasn't believable. Because I guess he said something about his eyes. I guess his eyes show that he's a good person. <laughs> Which is amazing because I look at people's eyes, and I think they're nice, and they just continue to step on people's shoes. I just don't think that's nice. But, uh, you know, Moxley gets the win in his hometown. We have Jade Cargill against Red Velvet, former baddie. This match was just to extend her record to 50-0. I don't think there's anything to drive home about. No one thought that uh, Red Velvet was going to take the uh, take the win here. And I sit here and go that uh, – I sit here and I go, who's going to beat Jay Cargill? Like, I feel like she ran through everybody in this movie. It's not going to be Paige. not going to be, T- I mean, I said Paige, I'm sorry. Uh, Soraya is not going to be Tony Storm because um, they're busy uh, picking on 
AEW. When they're not busy. I, I, when they're not busy, I think they're going to be busy for a while. And I say that because they're picking a feud with Britt Baker. They're picking a feud with uh, Ruby Soho. And I don't know how long this is going to go. And I don't know how long this thing is going to go also, too, with Jay. But I don't think those are the women you give it to. I don't think you would give it to Soraya. I don't think you give it to um, Tony Storm. And, like, if you say, well, who do you give it to? It's hard for me to really pick anyone on that roster. I'm pretty sure someone who's more fluent in AEW and watch it, they have people. I've heard people say Chris uh, Statlander. But the only problem with Chris Statlander is right now she's hurt. Yeah. Do you keep – do you keep I don't know how long she's gonna be out for, but do you keep Jade winning and beating? I feel like she's beating everybody at this point. I'm just wait I'm ready for her to fight the cast of Fast and the Furious. That would be that would be great, honestly. Um I would love that. But do you keep her like do you keep do you do you wait for Chris Statlander to come back? And even if when she does, the I think the question is can she stay healthy long enough because she she has i know it's somewhat her legs somewhat her knees where she's um she suffered injuries so that there's that so i i don't know i don't really have anybody in particular like like sometimes when i see a feud i'm like nah you gotta go with this direction and this one i don't have anything i really don't have anything but they've done everything they've been doing uh everything to make jade seem credible she's 50 and oh which is impressive um, Brian Danielson, he had a match with Timothy Thatcher. Um, the story was, uh, Brian, he was selling a shoulder and arm injury. Timothy Thatcher is the master of breaking people's arms. Truly is. He is. He, he you remember him in NXT, right? He was just, dom- I mean, not dominating, but he just had this madman about him. He always looked, he always looked wet and he always just like, always looked like a madman, like, when I saw him with the, I think he had like a little jacket. He would come out in the ring. Where I said, "Damn, he always just looked wet, and he just want to hurt people." But Brian Danielson gets the win, obviously, because the story is that he's going through all these hassles, all these um, um, challenges that MJF is putting in front of him. But Brian Danielson keeps coming through with the win because he is Brian Danielson, and he will not stop until he gets what he wants. And then we had. Uh, we also had a TNT championship match with Samoa Joe defeating Darby Allen. So Samoa Joe really beat the hell out of this kid. Um, <laughs> Samoa Joe, um, Samoa Joe was out. Samoa Joe smashed. He smashed Darby Allen in front of everybody. Um, he, he beat this poor kid up, but it does make me wonder why did they even put the TNT championship on Darby Allen to begin with? But it just comes back to that, well, they were in his home state two, three weeks ago, and they just wanted to have a feel-good moment. And that's why they put the title on him. And Samojo said, okay, your dreams are done. The nightmare is here. And he uh, crushed Darby Allen. But we have Wallow. He is back. Yes. Wow. Okay. 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 He doesn't have the ponytail anymore. Um. He has the, the the fade, but he comes back. He had, uh, from what I'm understanding and hearing, that he had injuries, so now he's good and he's back. Because that was weird. It was like, Samojo cut your hair and you're not going to do nothing? 
And it wasn't even like he got beat down so badly. When he left. I mean, I, I guess if you cut my hair, I wouldn't be stepping out either. So I guess he was real. He was attached to the ponytail. And Samoa Joe detached that ponytail from him. But Samo- uh, Wallow was back. And he attacked Samoa Joe. And it looked like he wants his TNT championship match. So now the thing is, do we go with just Wallow and Samoa Joe? Or do we do a triple threat uh, with Darby in the middle? That is the question. And that was a W. Are you all right? I, no, I was just saying somebody, I mean, if they're going to put somebody in there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. They probably won't, but I, I'm not sure. So the more the merrier. And I oh, also have news. Sure. Uh-oh. Bailey will be on NXT this Tuesday for a special edition of Ding Dong Hello with the Gigi Dolan and JC Jane Toxic Attraction Attraction Mess. So I'm excited for that. That is going to be interesting. And you know the beauty, uh, Captain. We get to review it on the Unpopular Review Network. And we're going to be there right after NXT go off the air. Five minutes after, because that's what we do. That's the kind of show people that we are. We have SmackDown in Greenville, South Carolina. Canada. Enough. Sorry. Uh, I'm just going to get this out the way. Charlotte defeated Sonya Deville. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it, it just Charlotte is not losing the championship anytime soon. Not before WrestleMania. It just wouldn't seem ideal. I just wanted to get that out the way. Um, Sonya Deville did a great – she had a, a good showing against Charlotte. But let's be real. Charlotte is not dropping the title at all. But they got to give Charlotte something to do. She just can't <laughs> cruise through WrestleMania. Just Yeah, no, I'll just sit here. Um, we have Ricochet and Braun Strowman to defeat Imperium to become the number one contenders for the SmackDown uh, Tag Team Champions. I wasn't a fan of this, honestly. Um I know you got to put the baby faces uh, against the, the Hills, who, which is the Usos. But I, my thing, I guess, I don't like about it is Ricochet and Braun Strowman. Like, what were they, just sitting? So, what was it, two weeks ago, um, Drew, Drew and Sheamus, they were supposed to go against Hit Row. And um, Viking Rays attacked them. And they just gave up. They said, now nah, we don't want to have nothing to do with this tournament. We want to fight the Viking Raiders. So... Adam Pierce goes in the back. I guess he just see Ricochet and Braun. They're just standing there. And they go like, hey, do you guys want to do something tonight? <laughs> I just, I, I wasn't a fan of that. I just wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that. But they get the win against Imperium. I know Imperium one day will have their time in the, uh, the sun. Uh, in the sun. Um, they had a really good match with Legado del Fantasma. And I love that ending. I feel like I, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because we were we were reviewing the Royal Rumble. But I did love the ending. Um, what's his name? Vinci? Vinci? I want to make sure I got Vinci. Did. He did this incredible move. He did this incredible move. Uh, incredible. He is incredible. No, I agree. He did this incredible move where he did like a military press off the uh, turnbuckle, which... When you're on the turnbuckle, you're already elevated from the ground. So to be extra elevated, I would say, nah, homie. Like, <laughs> just because you can lift me up don't mean that's okay. But I did love that ending. And I know Imperium, because Imperium is on fire. Um, and also shout out to Michael Cole for uh, 
showing the monster that Gunther is talking about him being in the Roy Rumble match was what 60, 70 minutes? 70 uh, minutes. Thank you. Um that was a, such a great show, and just to show how great he is. Um he I I'm sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts here. Um, my thoughts together here. Uh, he, I, he's going to eventually drop that IC championship. Do you see... Because I don't see Roman being champion for the rest of the year. Do you see Gunther getting that championship later in the year? That's a possibility. Um, I think it just depends. Because there are, again, right now, there are so many cooks. There are just so many cooks in the kitchen. Um, so you really just don't know where things can go. Like we thought it was one thing, but it's like this rising um, love for Sammy. That's something that could cause some issues for other people that they maybe had in mind to be in certain things. So it's like you really can't say because it you you know you don't know how things could change really. And you know what? Why we capable of it? Do I think he's capable of it? Of course. Sure. No, and you know, um, because other stuff I, I mentioned, Natalia defeats uh, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, and Zelina Vega to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. And, you know, stuff with the Viking Raiders to be up to Brutes, I'm sorry, Brawling Brutes. And Sheamus and Drew McIntyre come out to brawl because that's what they do. They just fight. But I do want to talk about the Sami Zayn Roman Reigns segment on SmackDown. But I want to talk about Sami in particular because. We have that great ending from last week's Royal Rumble, right? Where Sammy hits uh, a Roman with the chair. And a lot of people popped big time for uh, Sammy. And a lot of people are... I think we talked about it last week. So I feel like now with it this week, because I feel like it was very more implemented heavier this week. I was seeing a lot of people saying, you know, Sammy needs to be in that main event at Royal Rumble. We don't want to have a 2014 moment with Daniel Bryant. And I think those are two different moments. Um, also, too, because the crowd, I mean, the internet more than anything, because the internet is toxic as hell. But the crowds, when Cody's out there, they're not booing him. I don't hear them sitting there going, Sammy, Sammy. They're not doing any of that. So they don't need to go off track just because, in our minds, it's not, not talking about us in particular. I'm talking about the fans, the fans where they're going, yeah, Sammy needs to win the championship. Why? Because why? I don't think we need to shift gears at all. No. Um, I just, like, it's not even that I've seen anything yet that's close to what that past was, but I'm traumatized. I'm traumatized from the past. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm just hoping it, it stays with, let's cheer Sammy, give him his love when he's out. But be respectful to all other people. Right. I'm hoping it stays like that because, and it's like for people to try and gaslight me oh. into not like, why would you think that? Why are you thinking that? Like, you guys don't know how you act. Like, you guys literally do the most. So, for you to try to make me think that I'm overreacting, like, I haven't seen exactly what I fear multiple times in the past is like, bro, get out of my face. Please get out of my face and just say, you know what? I'm aware. Like I, were, I would be honored if people say, I'm aware why you feel this way because of so many times it has happened in the past because, um, you know, a lot of times certain wrestling fans are very entitled and they just want things to go exactly their way. But I don't think it would happen this time. That's better than you trying to 
tell me that I, what I'm thinking is just so unheard of and just so like it just could never happen. Like I haven't seen it multiple times. That's the part that's annoying to me. Like let's all be real here. All right. No, uh, let's be real here. Yeah, there we, there's a song to that. Is a yeah. let's be real. I don't want to sing it, oh but God. um, don't be rude. But yeah, no, I I I, I want to give Sa Sammy his flowers. He's been doing such a great job, and I think he even knows like this is just a great moment for me. I'm not winning that championship. I'm gonna go out there and Montreal. No, it's not Montreal. What is it? Is it? I forget. It's Canada. I'm always gonna say Canada because I'm mixing up my places in uh, Canada. But I'm gonna go out there and I'm going to kill it. And I'm gonna and he this is one this is the biggest match of his career. And he's going to deliver. And he's going to lose. And it's gonna be okay when he loses because it's gonna get more heat on Roman. Because guess what? People are gonna be so mad that one, he beat Sammy in his hometown, and two, he beat Sammy. There's the heat there. And I and I hear people because some people say, I want Sammy to be rewarded. This is actually a reward. He don't have to win the championship to to be full, um, not necessarily fully rewarded. I'm trying to figure out the term, the, the words I want to say here, but it, it's like he's in this championship match. That's a big time award. He's going to be in the main event. He's in a, the, the the biggest storyline in wrestling right now. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. It's mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. it's undeniable, honestly. Right. And he's going to, and he's still going to be in a have a big part at Mania. You know, he's going to still have a big part. Think about where he came, and not to say the jackass stuff that he did last year was terrible. I think a lot of people were kind of harsh on it, but a lot of people had so much fun with it because guess what? Sammy's a great wrestler. He's a great. He's great at entertaining people. He got my dog over for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, listen. Yeah. My dog, you know. My my, my dog. <laughs> he always sounds so concerned. Like he's, I feel like, uh, you know, when he got his taxes back, it wasn't enough. He's like, my dog. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny because it's like the way you would say it. I was like, hey, my dog. Like you know, like you know, just to chill like that. But he says it like in such like, it's my dog. Right. Like he's like in distress or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. But I wanted to talk about that because I, it's just been such a conversation I've seen online. And I wanted to join in on it. And I, I think this, and I said this last week, the storyline has been so much fun. The storyline has been so much fun that everyone have their own theories. Like, um, I didn't even touch on people saying they wanted it to be a triple threat at Mania with Sammy and Jay Uso. I, no, I, I'm, I say, and I said it respectfully, no. You know, yeah. no. Like, my now they're doing too much. That's, I didn't yeah. hear that one, but that's just like, let's. Let's pull it back a bit, all right? Let's pull it back. Yeah, because I mean, and and I can't wait. We're gonna review that. That's that when we uh, do. I don't know what episode it is, but when that chamber, that chamber, uh, paper, that PLE come out, that pay per view. Old habits, folks. Sorry. Um, we're going to uh, review that and see who's right, who's wrong. I, um, and it's not even about that. Who's right or wrong? But we're just gonna see how it plays out because I think some people are gonna be so hurt. They'll be like, oh, they, you know how wrestling fans are. Oh, they buried Sammy after all the work he'd done. Go to AEW. He's <laughs> like, dog, uh -huh. shut up. Dog, shut up. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm on fire. But um, let's end it with this. Roman, um, 
he comes out. He he he. Uh, early in the night, he asked uh, Jimmy, "Where's Jay?" Jimmy was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I love Jimmy. Jimmy's just so chill. He's like, "Yo, dog, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just hanging with you." Solo is there. He does solo things. He has his arms crossed. Um, he tells them to go look for Jimmy. I mean, Jay. I'm sorry. Jimmy is there. They tell him to look for Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is um, which is funny because I don't think. I forgot where they were at. Let me, um, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I said South Carolina, Greenville, right? Um, I don't think uh, Jay lives out there. So I guess they went to go look for him out there. I don't know. I, I find that always funny. Go look for him. Dog might live in Florida. Funny. It's like, if someone's missing, do you even think they came to the arena? Be serious. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, if they look, do you really think they came to the arena? Like, that's kind of a dead giveaway, sis. Somebody's going to see you and call it out. Yeah, yeah. I, I always I always love those kind of things where they go, yo, I can't find them. But I'm like, yeah, you guys were in Texas yesterday. Now y'all are in, like, I don't know, Alabama. Like, I, I don't think Dog is in Alabama. I'm just saying. Um, right. It's like, sis, mm-hmm. you don't know if my plane got delayed. Like, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> you on my back. <laughs> what are you talking about? Where am I? Where are you? Where? Yeah, where are you? And... <laughs> Um, Roman goes up to the ring. He tells uh, Paul to tell um, Jimmy and uh, ooh, I'm sorry, um, Solo. Sorry, I was gonna say Oops. Um, told Solo to go. It's <laughs> <just> been terrorizing. <laughs> yeah, it's been terrorizing. And he tells him to go, like you know, go chill, go eat. I'm gonna handle some business. Roman is just Roman. Roman takes care of his family. I gotta say, when he says. Nah, tell them don't worry about it. Go sit down and go eat. I think that's a lot. Because I've never had family say, go sit down and go eat. I've, <laughs> I have stories where I had to, like, do things and then eat. But um, he goes down the ring. And uh, he he uh, he talks about – he calls out Cody. He calls out Cody. And then he gets attacked by a man in the hood. And the man in the hood is revealed to be Sami Zayn. You know, at first, to, at first, I said after that beatdown, I said he needs to sell this, not realizing in two weeks is elimination chamber, so he really didn't have time to sell it. He really had to like come back soon. Uh, he comes out here, he attacks uh, 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 Roman. Then Roman eventually takes advantage and he he takes gets the upper hand. Uh, Paul hands him a chair. Sammy hits him with a spear, so now Roman knows what it feels like. I thought that was uh that was uh great, but then family comes in. You have Jimmy and uh, Solo comes out. They have uh, Roman's back. They proceed to beat the crap out of uh, Sammy. But I do want to throw out real quick. Um, I almost forgot this part that when he is out there, he said you're wrong about me because Roman said things that Sammy always wanted stuff from me. He tried to use the bloodline. Tried to use me. Uh, Sammy tells him he's wrong about that, and he said I never wanted anything. But now I do want something. And I want that undisputed, that WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. That's the season when he gets the beat. Yes, that's when he gets beat down by the bloodline, the remaining bloodline members. And Solo goes for the kill shot, but Roman stops him. And Roman proceeds to talk crap at Sammy, saying, I'm going to. um," He he stops him and then tells him, like, I'm going to beat you up in front of your family and I'm going to break you up from your family, like how you broke up my family. Uh, you want to give any thoughts about uh, just anything about uh, this segment, madam? 
Um, I mean, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it, honestly. I kind of agree with everything mostly you had to say, so yeah, that's why I'm gonna leave it at. We are on the same page tonight. That is fantastic. But that's pretty much the show. That's the stuff that we covered. We got Raw. We got a little bit of NXT, which is rare. Um, We did the AEW stuff, and we covered SmackDown. We're going to be back next week for episode, I believe it's 17. I know I wrote down the episode. Oh, yeah, episode 17 for the big pop. Uh, We got Cat. Why don't you talk about the things? You have a lot of things going on. Why don't you plug the things that you got going on and your, your social medias and all that stuff? Uh, yes. Um, well, I have uh, on Tuesday with this guy, NXT. Um, we review it, go over everything directly after the show, just so we can get that right after feeling of you know, our, our fresh thoughts. Uh, then Wednesday, I have the Challenge Rider Dies review with Mike Knox, that's three X's, and the bad guy yet again. Um, but he's the rookie on there. Uh, and then Thursday, I am strictly women's wrestling talk podcast when I have my 5 p.m. women's wrestling army uh, after show with Aisha Lomax. And then at 7, I have the NXT review with the lovely in Cat We Trust. Um, that's at 7 p.m. And that's kind of my more polished thoughts. So. Yeah, and my social media is always saying Shay Sawyer underscore. Um, TikTok is Shay Sawyer twenty three because that's my favorite number. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what do you got going on? Um, uh, I'm trying to avoid having a warrant. That's one. Um, <laughs> but uh, for the most part, uh, same thing with uh, UPR, the NXT, uh, the challenge, which. I might not make this one because the Flash returns and I will be doing the review for uh, the Flash. It's season nine. We're going to do start with obviously episode one. And every now and then I'm with the PWC. I haven't done a show with them in a while. We're still figuring out something. So but still check them out. Um, those are some great guys over there. And my social media is bad guy underscore Jack. Yeah. And you can tell it's me because in the name thing, you'll see Grand Poopa because I'm the grandest of them all. But that is the show. Uh, I, I don't think there's any other follow-up except I'm going to say thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions, please write us at the Big Pop Theory Podcast at gmail.com. We have social medias. The Instagram has been pretty active more. So you can follow at the Big Pop Theory Podcast. I think there's a few underscores in between. You'll know because you'll see our logo. And on Twitter, we have someone stole the Big Pop Theory Podcast, so it's called the Big Pop. Um, trying to get that more active. And um, yeah, that's the social medias. That's the email. And thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll be back for episode 17 with more wrestling talk. Uh, Captain, I asked you this on UPR, and I'm going to ask you this here. Any last words before we uh, call the show? Uh, my last words is I just hope on Tuesday Hank is not wearing a flannel. That's all I asked for. <laughs> it's not even a flannel, but, you know, uh, who am I to argue with? Uh, argue he wears with flannels lady? sometimes. You, I think he never wears flannels. He does. No, he wears this big green shirt. It's just no. It looks like it has oil on it or he something like different that. different colors. What are you about? It looks like it has oil. What are you talking about? It's never, it's never, it's probably a shirt. 
I think he buys the same shirt, and it's just I, I think he has us fooled. That's what it is. I can't believe this. I, I can't believe you. He's gonna have like the best gear on Tuesday. He's gonna have no. He's gonna have that gear you get when you um when you go into the story mode and you can't get your own custom gear, so they just give you this like, hey, we found this on the floor. You want to put this on? And you're just like, oh. singlet. Hmm? The little singlet. Yeah, it's gonna be the singlet, and it's probably gonna have a, a oil stain on it. I don't know why. I just feel like it's gonna be an oil stain on it. Probably. Well, we'll see. We'll see, because right now, it's just not giving for me. But I have seen the growth. I mean, that match he had a few weeks ago, I forgot who it was with. Charles so, Dempsey? Was it Charles Dempsey? Yeah, yeah. No, he definitely, um, you know, showed improved. And and so I'm only, I owe it to just myself to give it, you know, give him a chance. You know, he could be, like, someone that's, like, the greatest, you know? I mean, I remember when the first time I ever saw Finn Balor, was in New Japan, um, when he obviously he was Prince Devitt at the time, and he had this this haircut. He knows he knows what it was, um, and he was going against Motor City Machine Guns. It was Apollo Fifty Five versus Motor City Machine Guns for the IWGP Tag Titles, and they lost on um, Motor City Machine Guns. And I was upset. I was like, "Who is this guy? Like, who is this? You know?" And now look, my favorite wrestler. You know, so I gotta give I gotta open myself up and give him a chance. And that's what we should do as wrestling fans. Give the person a chance before we shut them out. Give them a chance. So, great words, Cap. Great show. And we sit here and say we'll catch you guys for episode 17 of the Big Pop Theory Podcast. Till then, we'll see you guys later.